Wait, should Donna. I do it with you at the same time? <laughs> or are you going to do a Donna and then I do a Donna? Or are we going to do it at the same time? I'm going to say the first Donna and then you just come in when you feel like you are ready. Okay. <laughs> okay. You ready? Yep. Okay. Donna. 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 A what? Yeah, guys, we're doing Jaws. That's <laughs> that's what we fucking wow. have for and you. That's why I do not have a musical career. Yes, and Ooh. that's why this podcast is never gonna take off. <laughs> um, yes, guys, uh, for the second ever mini sode of Tangential Terror, we are covering the one, the only Jaws. <laughs> The girls who cried be horror. Oh, well, you guys, I mean, I'm going to hope that everyone listening to this has seen Jaws at least once in their life. And as per usual with these, if you have not, all our episodes are always going to be spoiler heavy. I am so, I don't feel bad about it at this point. Like, Jaws came out. It's a classic. If you haven't seen it, that's on you and you alone. Yeah. Um... Obviously, if you've listened to it at this point, our Anaconda episode, which will be out by the time this is released, um, we definitely touched upon Jaws in there. We also touched upon Crawl. And I know some of you might have been thirsty for a Crawl minisode. I know I'm Alex and I... Very thirsty for a Crawl minisode. Yes. But there are some alligator, not to spoil anything, but there are some alligator bee horrors and crocodile. I don't know the fucking difference. Someone can school me one, at some point. One is only in the water and one can be on land and in the water. That's the difference. W- which is which? I don't fucking know. <laughs> Incredible. <laughs> I just Learning know, a fact that I can do nothing I with. just know that that's the difference. I just don't know which is which. I think I if I was pressed, I would say that alligators are the water ones. Literally because, gun to the back of your skull. Which fucking is it? I say alligators in the water because Crocodile Dundee always fucked with crocodiles on land. That's my thought. Wow. Way to fucking get that Crocodile Dundee mm. ref in here. We love having That's called oh. culture. R.I.P. Ugh. The greatest. Anyhow. Ugh, got distracted there. But yes. In Anaconda, we talked about Crawl. We'll end up doing Crawl, I'm sure. We, we love the movie so much that we're going to end up doing it inevitably for a mini-sode. Yeah. Once we do a crocodile movie, I'm sure of it. But for now, because Hold on, can, I just, can I just make a quick amendum? That I just RIP'd yes. um, Crocodile Dundee when I met Steve Irwin. <laughs> Are you fucking serious? <laughs> crocodile Dundee is a character in a film? <laughs> I know that, but I was like... When you said Rip, I was just like, I don't know, maybe that guy is dead. I don't know. I always so get like, that sure. mixed up because the guy that played Crocodile Alex, that Dundee, is, wait. <laughs> I know. So bad. That you fucking mixed up, wait. I'm oh. sorry. Fuck off. A. B. <laughs> I, like, I remember growing up, I always got them confused because they look, I mean, from my childhood memory, the guy that played Crocodile Dundee was also, like, a blonde, maybe Australian yeah. man. So, like, I always, yeah. and they do the same thing. So, I was like. They're the same person. It's based on Steve Irwin, and it's not. And then I said it, and I went, "That's wrong." What did I? What? What's his name? Fuck me! I she started sweating. I, I literally was like, "Oh, I'm gonna sound like such an idiot." And then I remembered his name, and I was like, "Yeah, that's the one we pour like the drink out for." Crocodile Dundee. <laughs> not so much. I would have never known that you fucked it up if you didn't say. Why anything. did you think I? Oh, okay. I mean, I because feel like... <laughs> I know Crocodile Dundee. I know who he is. I would never mix them up. Miss thing. Whatever. Um, <laughs> but when you said it, I was like, for all I fucking know, the actor that played Crocodile Dundee could be dead. Gotcha, I gotcha. don't fucking know. So I was like, sure, he's dead. Rip. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Um, oh. You want to know a fun fact? When Crocodile... Oh, my God. Now you're going to have me fucking doing this shit. <laughs> God damn you. See, I got us on um, Crocodiles anyway. I got us there. This is... You are a sickness. Um, when uh, Steve Irwin, Crocodile Hunter, passed, mm-hmm. I was like... I mean, my whole fucking household was, like, deeply affected. We were fucking huge stands, um, as most people were. I wrote his wife mm-hmm. a poem. Oh, my God. <laughs> I shit you not. And I mailed it to her. Oh, that's nice. I was young. It was cute. Like, it wasn't me doing it at, like, you know, fucking 16, that's obviously. That's sweet of you. Um, yeah. So. You should probably write her another letter and let her know that I thought her husband was Crocodile Dundee. Yeah, Miss Irwin, I just want you to know, I ended a friendship today because <laughs> <laughs> um, some bitch. Um, anyway. Anywho, 
tangents, tangents, tangents. Um, Let me redeem myself, please. Ugh. Okay, bringing it back, bringing it back, bringing it back. Two, obviously, Anaconda. When we talked about Anaconda, I mean, Jaws is the OG of, like, it's, it is a creature feature, but, like, there's different kinds in my head. Mm-hmm. Like, a, like, there's creature features where it's, like, I mean, maybe you believe that they're real to some capacity, but creature features that essentially the creatures in them are mythical, not real, haven't been proven to be real, whatever. Mm-hmm. So that could be, like, a werewolf of a whatever, like, creature in the Black Lagoon, that shit. Um, and then there's another subgenre, I guess, within the creature feature where it's, like, real creatures or real animals, I guess, that live on Earth, like yep. sharks and spiders and snakes and crocodiles that, like, we, you, they are real, they are here. But then you put it in a setting where it's, like, well, we're going to make them huge mm-hmm. or we're going to make them rabid. Or, I mean, Jaws doesn't really do that. Jaws is just, like, no, like, like we're just bringing in a great right – I can't speak. A great what? A great right. <laughs> a great right. Um, a great white – where there probably normally wouldn't be one, and it's mm-hmm. just going to terrorize people. Right. Um, and then, obviously, from there, we talked about it in the Anaconda episode. There are so many different ones that just, like, obviously, like, feasted on that. Not only Jaws sequels, and not only shark movie spinoffs, but shit like Anaconda, Lake Placid, Arachnophobia. Deep like, Lucy. anything. Oof. Yes. Classic. Yes. Um, so, of course, we have to take the time to pay tribute to... One of the greats. So, Alex, mm-hmm. do you know the first time you ever saw Jaws? Like, what are your earliest memories of viewing Jaws oh, and reacting to it? Remember when I said I was going to redeem myself? Oh, God. Yeah, what? It's not about to happen now. Um, oh, no. So, <laughs> okay, something to know about me, I guess, is just that, I mean, I love horror. I love all kinds of horror. I've watched horror since I was, like, truly, like, able to walk. But there were some that I just took a really long time getting around to. I feel like there was a lot of, like, classic movies I just never really sought out because, like, they were so, like, iconic that I was like, I don't really care. So, like, I've mm-hmm. never seen Star Wars. I don't give a shit. Um, you know, She's fucking coming for throats now. I'm sorry. That's, like, Greg is trying really hard in quarantine to get me to watch all those movies. As you know, I'm watching the Indiana Jones movies for the first time. Um, Which makes me so happy. So, like, it's, it, it, Jaws was one of those where, like, I just never got around to watching it. So, the mm-hmm. first time I saw it was maybe four years ago at the Somerville Theater in their big screen with Greg and I loved it it was great I was very tense I remember like my legs up in the chair with me like very very nervous um Mm -hmm. and I just remember the the main thing I took away from it was just like how impressive the tension building was because so often in horror like they just throw everything at you they like be like look this is our monster isn't it scary but you don't see yeah. the shark for a fucking long time and it's so much more effective that way and by the time you mm-hmm. do see it it's like very jarring so I just remember being really impressed with that and like annoyed with myself for letting that one be one that took so long for me to get around to mm-hmm. but it was good to see it on the big screen for the first time I, I do like appreciate that I did that for myself mm-hmm. yeah, what about you? Um, you shouldn't feel too bad I don't think I'm in the same situation because my mother um Jaws is debatably her favorite film. It's definitely top five. Um, uh, she loves it. She will watch it anytime it's on TV. She will seek it out and watch it, like, several days in a row. Like, she's obsessed with this fucking movie. So, and because of that, growing up, I think I had a similar thing with you where it was just, like, obviously grew up loving horror, yada, yada, yada. But there were classics like this where I think I was early on in a mindset where I was like, oh, well, like, I don't even know how to describe it. I was like, I almost feel like at that age, I wanted something more like, you know, a ridiculous monster movie, big mm-hmm. animal movie, where it's like, oh, we're just going to throw it in your face. Yeah. Like, nonstop, and it's going to be scary and wild. And I was like, yeah. And I was like, I don't feel like Jaws is that. And at this point, I think I had definitely, I had seen bits and pieces of Jaws. I had seen enough to be like, I know what Jaws is. Mm-hmm. I too. know what the story is, whatever. Um, I was never like, I was like, I've ne- I don't know what that is. I've never seen that. It was just like, I don't think I had ever sat down and been like, beginning to end, I'm going to like thoroughly give us my attention and watch it. Mm-hmm. Um, and a huge part of that as well was just because like my mom, her taste in movies is not bad. I'm not going to drag her like that. But there are definitely movies that she likes, like The Wizard of Oz or The Sound of Music, which I'm going to go on record here and say it's been a fucking hot-ass minute since I've watched either of them, and maybe if I revisited them now, I would love. I mean, The but Wizard of growing Oz is up, pretty great. Yes. I do love. Uh, no shade at The Wizard of Oz. No, I know. But growing up, I was just like, no, I don't care. 
those movies are boring. They're dumb. I don't want to listen. No. So because that fell into her circle of like my favorite movies, I was just like, it's probably stupid and boring and blah, blah. So I just like, I was just like, yeah, it's not on my priority list. So don't feel like you're alone with that. And then it wasn't until like, honestly, maybe also like fucking four years ago or some shit. I don't feel bad. Like that, like I also, I went to this, um, there's a theater in my hometown that they do, like, events, like, special event things sometimes. Nothing like, you know, a place like the Coolidge or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but they do every summer. They're not doing it this summer, I'm sure. They do a screening of Jaws where, like, everybody comes. It's, like, people bring their kids. It's, like, very much, like, a whole event. And, like, you wear your Jaws shirt and blah, 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 blah. And they just screen um, – Jaws on this huge screen like it's normally not a movie theater this place it's like a theater theater Oh, that's fun. so they had like this huge screen that they bring down for it and that was the first time I went with my mother and some close family friends um and we went and saw it and I like because I was in a theater watching it I was like well it ha- I like when I go to the theater like I'm not on my phone I'm not that bitch at all but even if the movie is horrible I'm like I'm sitting here and I'm suffering and I'm gonna watch it so watched it and I was like wow like once again like that's egg on my fucking face for like taking this fucking long to fully recognize like this masterpiece mm-hmm. so don't feel guilty Good. and anyone else I know I was dragging you motherfuckers at the beginning of this episode <laughs> if you haven't seen Jaws but don't feel bad I'm not trying to shame you I'm trying to encourage you to seek it out so if anyone's wanting to watch Jaws it is on HBO as we record as are all the Jaws movies mm-hmm. um at least the recognized Jaws sequels, which is Jaws 2, Jaws 3, and Jaws the Revenge. Is there, are there unrecognized sequels? There, are, there is Jaws 5. Really? And then I think there was, yes, which is not recognized, I guess. I That's what I've well, probably why learned in my, my research. Um, and then I think there's one called Cruel Jaws, <laughs> which is like, it's not, I don't even think it's like an American movie. Interesting. Don't quote me on this, people. I'm not, I did not do my research that well. Um, hmm. But, yeah, and, but speaking of research, I did, as you already know, Alex, I did watch some docs on Jaws. Um, some what? I would Are recommend. Some docs? Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you so much. <laughs> I fucking hate it here. Um, everybody, I can't even say it now because it's going to be so conscious. I no, watched I a documentary. Just... Okay. Yeah. I watched a documentary. <laughs> Every, go ahead, just say what you want to fucking say. I just think that she's so cute because she does. She I pointed it out to her, and I feel bad for whatever she had to know that she pronounces <laughs> documentary as documentary, and I think it's so cute because instead of doing the emphasis on the men, she says on the Terry, and it's just cute. She's always like, I was watching this documentary, and it just sounds so funny to me. I love it. Oh, so, so you watched the doc. I, I, the funny thing is, I wasn't even thinking about how you were going to drag me. I just happened to say doc. Oh, I thought you, that was a very was strategic like, move oh, to get us to, like, avoid this It was not, but regardless, you fucking caught my ass, so. I love it. Oh, my God. Anywho. <laughs> but I was watching some, um, and I would recommend. So I watched two. Um, one was Jaws the Inside Story, which these were definitely, like, made-for-TV docs. Mm-hmm. Um, documentaries. <laughs> and... Um, Hold on one second. And I've seen multiple of these, like, whatever movie name, colon, Inside Story. Like, I've seen the one they did for Ferris Bueller. I saw the one they did for Scream. I really like them. I really recommend if you're, like, just someone that's like, oh, I like this movie and I would love to watch a documentary about how they made it. Like, the Inside Story ones that they do for these movies are really great. Um, You can usually find them on, like, YouTube or whatever really easily. Um, I watched before that, though, I watched, what is the name of this motherfucking thing? Um, actually, I watched three. I'm I know, a liar. I, I was confused. I knew you watched three. Um, I watched one as well that was like a BBC for TV thing, um, In the Teeth of Jaws, which is like kind of, it was kind of like the same level as the Inside Story one, except it was like for the BBC. Um, the first one I watched, though, was called Inside Jaws. Oh, God. Just going to fuck me up. Inside Jaws, colon, a filmumentary. I don't... <laughs> fuck you um so essentially what it was is this guy that's like i guess like a mega jaws fan and like he's also done this for like some of the indiana jones movies if not all of them as long as the star wars where he like it's essentially like watching the movie with director's commentary over it but it's like not 
like the director's commentary you'd get on a DVD. It's like this guy like spliced together from like all this research and all these interviews, like different interviews from like the director, the cast, like, you know, fucking producers, screenwriters, whatever. And it's like playing over the back of the movie. But then on top of that, he's also edited in like deleted scenes and like other little clips. So like it is a bit jarring to watch. I didn't love it just because like, as I said, like we love Jaws. We recognize it as like the masterpiece in shark horror and in horror as well in general that it is um it's definitely not something that I would consider like in my top 10 favorite movies something that I would watch religiously if it is something like that for you I would definitely recommend this documentary it's right on Vimeo it's called once again Inside Jaws a filmumentary um like this is the equivalent of something I would watch for like The Lost Boys where I'd be like oh yes which speaking of which the day that we're recording this is the 33rd anniversary of the release of The Lost Boys Ooh, that's fun Spicy, spicy. You always, you always um, manage to bring the Lost Boys into conversation. Never fails. I really do. It's literally Scream a personality and Lost trait. Boys, it's the two. And you know what's so funny? Also today, <laughs> it was announced that Courtney Cox oh, is coming I... back as Gail Weathers for Scream 5. Was... And within a half hour, three people had messaged me about it. And I was like, my fucking legacy is incredible. Yeah, Evan tagged me in fa- on a Facebook post about it. Um, yeah, <sighs> I'm, very, I'm very, you know, mixed about that just because... I don't want any more screams without Craven. I don't need them. I am very anxious about that. Um, I'm surprised, honestly, because I know that a lot of them had said that they wouldn't come back without him. Um, right. But, you know, whatever. I'm, go- don't, I'm not going to act like I'm not going to fucking see it in theaters opening night. Oh, yes. I like, mean, okay. It's inevitable that we're going to do a scream when he said at some point. Uh, so we're going to – we'll leave all our it's scream It's going to be seven hours long. Chief, it has to be. Um, but anywho, when I was watching these documentaries, literally, fuck you. I'm gonna, you can fucking rot in hell out. I didn't say anything. It doesn't matter. You've already put it into the atmosphere. Um, some fun stuff is something that you will definitely possibly be interested in, and I'm sure it will lead us into a tangent that I would love for you to talk about, is, um, the original director, they didn't end up naming whoever this guy was in, it was mentioned, I think, in all of the documentaries, but they didn't, um mention who the guy was I'm sure because it's like fucking shameful but like they didn't want Spielberg like he was a young director still like hadn't really established himself I mean obviously that really happened with Jaws Mm -hmm. um so they had this other guy and the screenwriter Peter Benchley um I guess was in on these meetings or whatever because he wrote like the first like three drafts of the screenplay and then they brought this other guy in to like do rewrites and shit like that and make it like funnier and better and yada 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 um but they were in this meeting with whoever this director was, and he was talking about, like, whatever, like, the film and the story and his ideas for the film. And he kept saying, like, oh, yeah, when the whale does this and when the whale does that. And they were like, what the fuck are you talking about? And then Peter Benchley was essentially like, <clears throat> um, I'm sorry, like, I'm not trying to be that bitch, but, like, nobody's making my motherfucking best-selling novel into a movie when they fucking keep calling it a goddamn whale and it's about a shark. I don't know if this dude – I don't think – the case it it sounded more like this guy just had like a true like dumb fucking moment like a true like mega dumb fuck like brain fart where he kept saying whale and not realizing it or like wasn't realizing he was fucking up because i can't imagine if you read the fucking screenplay and or the book that you'd be like oh it was about a whale like it's about a fucking shark but this guy fucked up and like peter benchley was like one strike and you're out bitch and, like, cut – they were, like, gone. Wow. And that's how Spielberg got it. So, like, I mean, honestly, thank God for this guy's fuck up. I mean, because we got the masterpiece sure that we did. sure he doesn't feel that way. Oh, I know. <laughs> I mean, like, do you know the shame you have to live with? Ugh. Like, knowing that, like – and because I don't know who this director was, I don't know if it's somebody that, like – excuse me, I'm in my throat. Goddamn. <clears throat> it's some chum in there. <laughs> bloody, bloody chum. But I don't know if he went on to make, like – something incredible or like a bunch of shit or like he just like literally disappeared into the universe um regardless slipping up and like losing jaws um that's god that is rough but (sighs) i did definitely bring this up because Mm -hmm. one half of the girls who cried be horror miss alex Mm -hmm. has some feelings about whales that i think we should tap into here yeah i mean i think this also segues us nicely into the sequels that i know we want to touch upon because um jaws 3D is set in SeaWorld with a big old killer whale and um, thank god when Greg and I were going to watch it he did like a little bit of research and he discovered that and I went I like truly like yelled at Anya for not warning me and telling me 
that they're I didn't with. do it on purpose. I know, I know that. Um, but I guess a little bit about me. It's one of my favorite stories to tell just because it's so stupid and it's Love very it. like integral into like who I am. Um, but I have this like deep seated phobia, not a fear, it's a phobia, it's full blown of killer whales. Not any other kind of whale, just killer whales, the black ones. They got that one fucking white thing. I hate it. I don't like looking at them when they jump in the in the air. I want to. I do scream most of the time. Um, so it kind of reminds me of like, did you ever watch Maury and like you watch the episodes with like the people who are afraid of like pickles and mustard and they like scream and they freak out. I I know Maury. I can't personally say I've watched oh, an episode. They're so good. But... Oh. but okay. So when I was younger, um, we had a big old movie cabinet filled with VHSs because I was obsessed with movies and my parents just like gave me what I wanted to shut me up so I had like an insane collection and I had this one movie that I loved with which was Mary Kay and Ashley Olsen and they were detectives on a cruise ship and it is it was so good I don't remember what it was called but I loved it I watched it all the time and there was this one sequence where like they do a little musical number and they're both riding on killer whales and it's really really like probably not great but i remember watching it i remember not being afraid of it liking it enjoying it being like this is my favorite um but lo and behold there was also another vhs tape in this cabinet which was twister and i don't know if you've seen the cover of twister but yes it's you know it's them running away from a big ass dark terrifying looking tornado and Mm -hmm. let me tell you every time i would open that cabinet and like lethal lethal oh my god leaf through the like movies to find something i would occasionally stumble upon that and i would have this like shock and like terrified like reaction to it because it was so scary to me so i would turn Mm -hmm. it over so that like the back cover was facing forward and i wouldn't have to look at it and you know i would do that every time i saw it i don't know why these motherfuckers were messing with me and constantly turning it back around because i was doing it constantly (laughs) but whatever and i remember after a while because unfortunate placement the mary kane ashley olsen video was directly next to it i, <laughs> I love this i would turn story. the twister tape around and then i would turn the mary kane ashley olsen thing around and i didn't put two and two together until i was in high school and i saw a this, like i like if you had to ask me an hour before if do you have a fear of whales i would say no what are you talking about and then i was sitting on my couch after school and a commercial for SeaWorld came on and i screamed my fucking ass off I like scared myself because I was like, "What? That's insane! What is happening?" And it just, it just like clicked in, and I was like, "I'm terrified of whales. I can't fucking look at them." I remembered, I like had this immediate flashback of like watching Free Willy two, and there's like a moment when at the end when he's in the water surrounded by like oil and fire, and I remember being like, "Yes, yes, get him, get him," which is like so <laughs> die, up. bitch. Um, but like to this day, like I cannot look at a whale. I have tried everything. My roommates in college used to put like. They called them positive association whales, and they would like draw, take like print photos of whales and draw hearts and like nice things and hide them around my like all in my stuff. So like I would see it and like associate it with like something good instead. Um, that didn't work. You know, I forced myself to watch movies like I watched Blackfish, which is a really great documentary, but I gripped my fucking seat the whole time and was terrified. So like I've tried and I really can't do it. And I know in my heart of hearts that if I was ever in a situation where like. I was in water and I saw that there was a killer whale with me, I would have an immediate heart attack. I would be dead. There's no question about that. I am, it's like, it sounds so stupid, but like I can't, I just can't do it. It's every time, if I don't have warning that it's coming, I will scream. I don't have a control over it. Um, And it's weirdly limiting because you would think like, you know, how often do you see killer whales? Fucking Free Willy is everywhere. I hate it. SeaWorld is everywhere. <laughs> like, even just going through my fucking HBO, like, movies to see something, like, they have all the fucking Free Willies on there. <sighs> so, Jaws 3, like, there was a, like, the whale was, like, a baby. And I was like, okay, mm-hmm. this is okay. Like, it's fine. It had, like, teeth. And I was like, ugh. But it was, like, kind of cute in the first scene it was in. And I was like, okay, I think I can handle this. And then there was a fucking dramatic, like, whale show. And it fucking, like jumped in the air and the camera was above it so like you could just it was like coming at you oh i oh it was a tough night for me it was rough but that's because it was just 3d yeah so it was supposed to be like coming through the screen oh no i don't fuck with it so i that is my tale of accidentally conditioning myself 
into this horrible phobia that I will never get over. That's so fun. It's just a part of me. For you. You know? <laughs> I, like, I feel like anytime I meet someone new, I have to, like, and it comes up, I have to be like, okay, let me tell you what <clears throat> happened. This is, like, a real thing. And then throughout, they always think it's fun, though, so. Well, yeah. It's so great that you brought this up. One, <laughs> you it's brought it a up. great segue for what I'm talking about next. Um, but it is funny because a friend that – a very close friend of mine, Miss Emily Shear, um, I met her a year before I met you. Um, she also has an, an horrible fear, mm-hmm. phobia, of whales. So when you told me this – and you told me this many times okay. in our friendship um, – <clears throat> Like, about your fear, I was like, that's so fucking wild. Like, never in my life did I think that I would really meet somebody that was, like, I guess, afraid of whales. I know a surprising amount of people that are terrified. I know I know two other people in my own life that are, have, like, the exact same thing. It's just so it's interesting. So I know her story was, like, she de- she definitely went to, like, SeaWorld or something and, like, touched one. Oh, my God. I don't know the whole story, so oh. I'm not going to botch it. And she might possibly eventually be a guest on here, so I'll have her tell it then. Um, but... Oof. For a segue talking about phobias your fear honestly like even though I say that like I only know two people and I never expected to like when I heard it I was like lol but at the same time I was like okay like yeah sure I get it I'm not afraid of whales at least currently um but I recently discovered well I shouldn't I guess it is discovered but like I've always had this fear I've had it for a long time I shouldn't say always Jesus H Christ I'm having a stroke I have had a fear of this thing that I'm going to talk about for a hot minute now, um, I have a fun story about me and my roommate, Michael. He's no longer my roommate, but we were roommates. Um, and I never knew, like, that there was a word for it. I was just like, oh, this is us just being, like, crazy bitches and, like, making shit up in our head. Um, but no, this is real. So I have what they call, what the kids are calling um, submechanophobia. It's a good word. Um, and you might be asking, what is submechanophobia? One moment, please, while I pull up an exact definition for you. But in the meantime, I will talk about my roommate, Michael. So Michael was a friend of mine from college. We're still friends. Love him. Um, and we lived together, when was it? Junior year. And I've talked about this, I think, briefly on this podcast before. But I am obsessed with amusement parks. I love watching amusement park rides. Um... Like, I I think I just said before, like, I will watch the Jurassic Park ride religiously. Fuck the Jurassic World ride. Like, I'll still go on it, but Jurassic Park forever. Um, but one of the ones that I religiously watched was the Jaws ride. Now, mind you, I have only been to Universal one time. And it was two years ago. And it was at night for Halloween Horror Nights. Um, so I only rode the Jurassic Park ride in the dark, which is an incredible experience. And I rode the Mummy ride. That was the, o- the only rides I've ever ridden at Universal. So I've never ridden the Jaws ride, and it also got shut down for Harry Potter World. Rip. Fuck you, J.K. Rowling. Um, But I would watch this video religiously, right? And I loved it. I was like, oof, yes. It's so fucking scary. I wish I could go on that fucking ride. Like, when they shut it down, like, you you would have thought that, like, someone in my family died. (laughs) Like, I was devastated for a ride that I literally had never even seen in person. So... Anywho, I was talking to my friend Michael about this because he would sometimes watch these videos with me and blah, blah, blah. Like, it's, you know, a fun little hobby of mine. And we got on this topic of how neither of us are particularly scared of sharks. I mean, if you put me in a fucking ocean and there's a shark coming after me, yes. Right. I'm going to be scared of my fucking mind. I wouldn't say that I have a, an incredible fear of them or like a phobia or anything like that. I think I'm as scared of a shark as anyone would be in a situation where you were put in water with a shark. Mm-hmm. Um, but we realized almost simultaneously that not only did we both, though, have an extreme fear of mechanical sharks, that we both had had almost the same exact nightmare about being on the Jaws ride, which he was justified in having because he had ridden the Jaws ride in his life. I had never <laughs> ridden it. I had only watched POV YouTube videos of riding it. But we had both had the same nightmare of riding the Jaws ride and having the boat, like, get stuck or, like, the ride get shut down and being stuck on it slash attacked by the fucking mechanical shark. Like, mine was, like, me getting stuck in, like, the fucking boathouse that's in the ride. Because in the ride, usually you go into the boathouse and they close the door 
And you're like, oh, we'll be safe in here. And the big-ass mechanical shark pops out of the fucking water right close to the boat. And you're like, whoa, we gotta get out of here. And you drive out the other side of the boathouse. In the dream, we would go in there to get away from the shark. And the ride would, like, malfunction. So we'd just be in this dark boathouse. We wouldn't be able to do anything on the boat. And the fucking shark would still be in there with us, though. spooky. And it wasn't a real shark. In the dream, it was still a mechanical shark. Um... So this was, like, a huge bonding moment for us, me and Michael, because we were like, wow, what a fucking just, like, very specific thing to be afraid of that we both just happened to be afraid of. Um, And then we realized recently I was on YouTube when I was watching these Jaws documentaries, and because obviously I was watching those and because I've watched so many amusement park videos, I also – my huge thing is abandoned amusement parks. Y'all, if you want to spend a day having some fucking fun on the internet, look up some abandoned amusement – I can't speak. Christ all goddamn mighty. Some abandoned amusement park video. That didn't even come out right still. <clears throat> this is me having a stroke, truly, right now on this podcast. Abandoned amusement park videos. So fun, so cute, whatever. But it recommended me this video called, like, Submechanophobia, or, like, Top 10, like, Submechanophobia, like, Trigger, or, like, some fucking stupid shit like that. And they had a fucking picture of, like, the Jaws shark from the Jaws ride and all this shit. And I was like, what the fuck is Submechanophobia? So, let me read you motherfuckers this goddamn description. Because some of you might be learning today that you have the same thing. Submechanophobia is the fear of partially or fully submerged man-made objects, such as cars, includes many possible subtypes, and is related to a variety of basic fears surrounding bodies of water. So, to explain that further, so essentially, like, it is what it says. It's, like, anything that's man-made that's, like, submerged in water, like, underwater. So, um... Some of y'all horror bitches might know about, I don't even know where in the world it is, but, like, that person that made that, like, Jason Voorhees statue where he's, like, chained up underwater and it literally is, like, in a fucking lake somewhere. Mm -hmm. Like, not only is that scary because it's Jason, like, that would send me into a fucking fit. Like, if I was in the water with it. Oh, yeah. Even fully knowing that, like, it's made of, like, fucking stone or it's fake. Like, I, no. No, I would rather you put me in the water with the real live Jason Voorhees, like 100%. And this comes from, it says like this fear can spawn from like, obviously if you have like trauma with the water, like I don't know, you possibly drowned once or you were on a boat and it was sinking, like shit like that. Mm -hmm. I don't have that. It could also come from the fact that just because like in general, like humans, like water is not like our like home turf, like land is. Um, We know less about the ocean than we do about like fucking outer space. Yeah. So, yeah. like, it's just, like, already such, like, a foreign, unnatural place where, like, we don't feel entirely safe because, like, we can't breathe underwater, whatever, yada, yada. So then you just, like, put something, like, foreign there that, like, isn't normally supposed to be there. And it's just, like, I'm not explaining it perfectly. If you want more research on it and or and truly want to, like, fucking scare the shit out of yourselves, like, literally just YouTube sub-mechanophobia and you'll have a field day. But, oh, my God, I was watching this and I was just, like, so fucking losing my mind like in general like the jaw shark obviously fucks me up and especially in the movie as well which you talked about i mean obviously one of the great things about jaws is how little you see the shark which obviously came from the fact that the shark did not work a lot right i thought it looked great and thus i mean yeah it's like one of those like once again like that director fucking up and saying it was a goddamn whale we got steven spielberg well the shark not working we actually got like a true masterpiece and like and perfect like almost master class and like how much to show your monster Mm -hmm. um but Ooh, that's so interesting. And obviously that shit. What'd you say? Your fear is so interesting. It is. It, and the thing is, like, I, when it's talking about shit about, like, you know, uh, like cars and stuff, I don't know that my fear would go that far. Right. I, I feel like I still wouldn't want to get near anything like that in the water, mainly for a, a sense of, like, it's probably rusty and could cut me or some shit like that. Um, it's mainly designated to, like, animatronics. Well, that's actually or interesting like, that you say that because I feel like I might have part of that fear as well mm-hmm. because, like, so a lot of the times, I mean, I think a big part of, like, my killer whale thing is also, like, how big they are and just, like, I don't think any living thing should be that large. It's terrifying. Mm-hmm. But a lot of times, like, I'll see a submarine or I'll see, like, a sunken ship or something under the water that's, like, massive and, like, and I I just, like, I get, like, a very similar feeling and I always thought it was just because, like, yeah. my brain associates it with a whale, but maybe it's also just because, like, that is also a triggering, like, unnatural, very, like, freaky thing in the water. Yeah. It's just, like, because in general, and, like, that's something that's huge with Jaws and, like, mm-hmm. the way that they chose to shoot it, where it was, like, it was always on that, like, eye line, mm-hmm. essentially, of, like, the water. Um, <clears throat> Excuse me. 
because it's like you know and those great shots of like when you, people are swimming and it comes up beneath their legs mm-hmm. like you could be sitting like in a movie theater and you still like yeah you like suck your legs into yourself because you're like get away from my legs yeah. like don't touch me like be, and that's what being in the ocean is like and I feel like I might have talked about this in a previous episode or just to you in general I don't fucking remember anymore all this shit morphs together in my brain um but like for there when I grew up, like, I would always go to the beach every summer and Cape Cod um, <clears throat> and go swimming. And it would be, like, fun and uh, wouldn't think anything of it. And it wasn't until I got older and I feel like I was more conscious of the fact. It's like, ooh, what's beneath me? What am I touching? Yeah, what am yeah. I not seeing? That, like, I fucking psyched myself out of it so that, like, truly going in the ocean for me is, like, a feat. And I'm not even – and, like, when I talk about it, I'm like, I'm not afraid of the ocean. Like, I don't give a fuck. But then, like, when the time comes to be like, okay, we're going to go in the ocean now – walk out into the ocean i'm like um i'm gonna hang back you guys don't worry about me um yeah i love being in the ocean until a piece of seaweed touches my leg and then i'm fucking out yeah like like, what just touched me disgusting i feel like i'm being attacked by vines get me out of here and then i'm over it but the animatronic thing definitely spawns from like you know because it's unnatural Mm -hmm. because it is a man-made thing like and of course in my head as a horror nut in, in general i'm like what if it just like you know pull the fucking charles lee ray chucky doll shit and like came to life charles imagine this charles lee ray doesn't possess a fucking good guy doll he possesses the goddamn animatronic shark from jaws he possesses bruce the shark i'm my mouth is gaping open i'm in love you guys shut i swear to god i'm copywriting it right now don't you motherfuckers try it oh i'm ready with his little shark teeth and he talks and he's like sassy little fucking asshole (gasps) i need it you fucking bitch and he like rips my leg off but it's the shark oh my god bitch brucey brucey see i have to imagine though that like what do you think bruce sounds like like bruce the shark if he like talked like what Mm. would he sound like oh i don't know um In my head, he's like, give me a snacky. Yeah, I feel like he's like, I want to eat ya. You know? Who's ready for some tacos? He's just like a little, small, mischievous man. Yeah, it's like he, like, he roars out of the ocean onto the boat, and he's like, hey, what's up, guys? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) That's exactly what Um, I imagine. But, um... Oh my god, we're going to be fucking tangents. What a fun time we're having. We're going to wrap this up soon, though, because it is a mini-sode, and we can't be going crazy long. Um... But yeah, so love that we got to share our fears. Can I also um, make and note I also that realized... while you were talking that I um I looked up to see if I if there was a name for my fear, and it's called cedophobia. So now I know that cedophobia. Yes, c e t a phobia. Cedophobia. Okay, with the T. Yeah. Um. Interesting. The thing is, like, there really is like a fucking word for everything. There's a oh, word yeah. for like every ph- phobia and I also realized this when I was looking up what it's called to be sexually attracted to clowns after our killer clowns <laughs> episode there's a word for everything you're sexually attracted to as well is that because of so my don't worry comment? there's a label for you all Ugh, you're the worst Ugh. I know um uh, anyway oh my god thanks for listening to our episode about our phobias lol yeah um but some other thing I wanted to share quickly mm-hmm. is as I was talking about earlier like my mother um loves Jaws or whatever and something that she told us she told us a few times in our lives um is like when Jaws is being made she was like young um I don't know the exact age um but she actually saw them filming it because growing up and it became a tradition for us in our household as kids every summer we'd go out to the Cape for a week stay in a little cottage you know go to the beach go to Chatham go to Provincetown do the works um and one summer when she was out in Cape Cod I mean, obviously, before she was married or had kids or whatever, she was young. With our grandparents, um, they were filming Jaws because they filmed it out there on, like, uh, Martha's Vineyard, I believe. Um, So my grandmother, like, took my mom and her brother, like, out to Martha's Vineyard so they could see. And this bitch literally – and they made, like – there was, like, I believe five sharks they used Mm -hmm. for Jaws, like, mechanical sharks because there was, like, the one that was, like, on the fucking, like, whole mechanism underneath the water. There was, like, two half sharks where, like – one was, like, the left side of the shark, and one was the right side of the shark, and then the other side was, like, open, and you could see all the mechanisms. Um, but she saw one of the half sharks. She saw it, like, pulled up on a fucking crane. Like, she said the shit was fucking huge. Ooh, I bet. And, like, this might not be, like, it might not sound like a really interesting story to share, but just, I think in general, just, like, you know, like, 
it is just like cool because like movie shit in general as I've talked about like we both love movie shit like this or whatever like just like knowing that like someone so close to me like my mother like with her own fucking eyes Mm -hmm. like saw the jaw shark at least one of them that was used in the movie because obviously as many of you might know like after the shit was was made they didn't think Jaws was going to be a success at all. Richard Dreyfuss literally like went and did interviews where he was like yeah you guys I think this movie's going to suck dick I'm sorry. And he's like, like there was one where he was, and he wasn't even doing it in like a malicious way, but like he regrets doing this now, because um, he's like, listen, I was like young and stupid, and I should have cu- like fucking kept my mouth shut, regardless. Um, but like he would in these interviews, he was like, listen, it's gonna, it's probably gonna be a bad movie. It's not Steven Spielberg's fault. He's like, it's not. It's like the studios, like we, like they did not set us up for success, and blah blah blah, wow. and yada yada yada, and like obviously, you know, like. He went and saw it, and everyone else went and saw it, and was like, what the fuck was I talking about? It was great. But because of this, they didn't think to be like, well, you know, this is movie magic. This is movie greatness. We have to preserve at least one of these sharks. Mm. So they, like, let these motherfuckers deteriorate. And then I believe, and someone might be listening to this and being like, that's not true. But from what I'm recalling, from what I heard, then, like, after that, they, like, at least found one of them, and they, like, restored it. And it was at Universal for a really long time. Like, like the full-size shark, the shit was fucking ginormous. And you could, like, take a picture by it. I'm sure you can look up photos of it. And then they let that one, like, deteriorate. Like, they just, like, I don't know, didn't give a fuck about it anymore. And then I believe it was um, Greg Nicotero um, from The Walking Dead. He salvaged it, had it restored, and now I believe it's in a museum, a film history museum. That's cool. Um, But, yeah, just to know that, like, my mother, like, saw it, like, before all that shit, like, you know, it would still be cool. I would love to see the shark at some point in my life in general. But just knowing she saw the one, like, the OG. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, like, cool. I was asking her to, like, tell me this again so I could, like, rem- know exactly what she had seen. And then, this was, like, literally yesterday I was asking her this. And then, like, truly offhand, she's like, yeah, and I, like, met Richard Dreyfus once. And I was like, excuse me? Hmm. Like, literally, what the fuck? I have never heard this before in my life. And something I realized when I was watching these documentaries was just, like, Richard Dreyfus like, is the man. Like, I stan him so hard. He truly is, like, so fucking funny in the goddamn Jaws the Inside Story. Like, he is the entertainment of this goddamn documentary. Like, he's bringing the sass. He's bringing the jokes. He literally talked about how, like, the girl that they got to do the opening scene, who I don't even think was an actual actress. She was more of a stunt woman. Mm -hmm. Um, How, like, to get the sound of her, like, choking on water, whatever, they were doing, like, whatever later on, like, in a recording booth. And, like, Steven Spielberg was, like, pouring water down her throat and, like, making her scream while he did it. And Richard Dreyfuss is like, yeah, so now we call that waterboarding. (laughs) Um, So Steven Spielberg is guilty of a war crime. And I was like, okay, we live. Um, But, yeah, she met him because my mother used to work at Barnes & Noble. She used to be, like, one of the many types of managers there. Like, she, but, like, her job was, like, essentially setting up book fairs for schools and, like, getting events and whatever. And so one day she was just, like, I don't know, on the floor doing whatever. And I guess Richard Dreyfuss um, was in New York, um, in Albany. Um, that's where I'm from. Please don't come and kill me. Um, you won't be there long. That, that's true. Um, but he was, like, getting some writing award from some university. And for some reason he decided to stop into our local Barnes & Noble and my mom ended up being the one that helped him out. And I was like, dog, that is the equivalent. Like, for, that would literally be the equivalent of fucking Kiefer Sutherland coming into my place of work hmm. and being like, can you help me? Like, I don't even know how I would handle it. Like, I have met a few celebrities in my time just being an intern for certain things in L.A. And, like, it, it's just, like, it's so hard to not, like, freak the fuck out. Like, I have an Ian Somerhalder story that I won't get into now, but, like, <laughs> it's unwell but this bitch like kept it together helped him the whole time and I literally was like did you say anything to him like this motherfucker was in your favorite movie like please Christ tell me you said something to him because we ran into fucking Harry Connick Jr. one time at Cape Cod and she's obsessed with that motherfucker and she was like buying jeans or some shit and she refused to say hi to him and I was mad at her See, I'm I'm more I was on like, your mom's side where like I don't want to bother this like the famous people because like they get that all fucking day and I just want to leave them alone. So like so many times celebrities would come into like the Kendall and I would be like, That's Matt Damon, but I'm not gonna bother him because he's over there, you know. 
I get that to a degree. Like, I think it's like, if if someone's eating at a restaurant, I would right. not go up to them. And my Ian Somerhalder story, which I'm not really going to get into, but when where he was, he was like, it looked like he was possibly filming something. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I'm not going to risk it and, like, be like, because, like, he could possibly be working. But if, like, someone is, like, in a fucking, you know, goddamn American Eagle looking at sweaters... I'm not going to be like, can I get a picture? Blah, blah, blah. Like, usually I would never ask for anything. I'll usually just be like, hi, I just want to let you know that I think that you're great. Because how are you going to get mad at me for that? Right. Like, I when we were to the theater, like, Hari Neff came in. Oh, yeah, that I was told, so fun. Um, that was amazing. That was Talk good. to her. Um, See, I feel, and like then, I feel like if I'm already talking to them, then I'm cool with doing that. Like, obviously, yes. like, my psycho story about Blake Jenner, where I was like, I'm in love with you. Um. My I, fucking story about me and Joey King. <laughs> so like, I feel like those moments, like, that's totally cool because you're already interacting with them. I would just never approach somebody out of the blue and be like, hi, um, I need you to know that, like, I think you're cool. Because they'd be like, great, okay, can I go back to, like, doing what I'm that's doing? That's fair. I mean, I would think poorly of that person if they did that, if, like, that's all you were saying to them. But I also know from personal experience that, like, it's so easy to tell somebody else for a celebrity they like to be like, go say something. Just, like, be right. like, I think you're awesome. I think you're great. Like, how can that go wrong? But I know from being in that place, if it's a celebrity you really like or whatever, mm-hmm. like, there is that fear of, like, not only, like, what if they're mean to me, I'll feel awful. Um, and, like, what if I just look stupid or, like, what if I'm being rude, mm-hmm. which, like, if you're taking my personal advice on this, you're not being rude. You're literally just being a normal, kind human being. Um, but then there's that, that like, after effect where it's like, well, if they're rude to me, I will literally never be able to watch anything they're in yeah. again. It's going to ruin so much of my because I'll only be able to think of that moment. So I get it. But anywho, um, she ended up, ta- like, helping him out. And then at the end of her little fucking interaction with him she was like also like i just want to let you know that like i really respect your work as an actor i think you're a great actor and like jaws is one of my favorite movies and she said that he was so nice and so kind which is always so lovely to hear that's like anytime i hear that i'm like i love this person i could fucking think that everything they're in is fucking garbage i love them Mm -hmm. i fucking love them and i will support them so when she told me this i was like i already liked richard dreyfus now knowing that he was nice to my mom um fuck yes king we love that amazing we should probably wrap this up now though because we should wrap it up Classic um, i'm trying to think if there do you have any last anything thoughts else? that you want to just you know say anything about jaws or any of the sequels because i know you've watched all of them now leading up do you recommend them do you think what's your favorite what's your least favorite let's see um uh at the end of the day it's just like i'm always gonna recommend jaws um and the rest of them it's just like if you're a completionist like me I'm sure you'll eventually watch them all I wouldn't particularly oh my fucking god I cannot speak recommend any of the sequels I mean like you lit like how can you compete where you don't compare like you're never going to be Jaws like I can promise you Jaws 2 is not like a fucking aliens scenario Mm -hmm. like it isn't one of the greatest sequels ever made it doesn't fucking come close don't truly if you're not that invested like just watch Jaws you don't need to worry about any of the other ones um so easily Jaws is my favorite. Honestly, I watched Jaws the Revenge yesterday. And I would say I think of all this, the recognized sequels at least, um, that is the best one almost in my opinion. I still think Jaws 2 comes second. But like there's a whole thing with like Ellen Brody comes back for Jaws the Revenge. And like they kind of set her up where like she has the possibility to do like a fucking Sigourney Weaver in Aliens like personality switch of being like I fucking went through hell and now I'm going to be a bad bitch. Mm-hmm. And, like, they don't really fully do that. Like, they have the opportunity to. And I wouldn't even give a fuck if it was, like, blatantly ripping off Aliens at that point. Because it's already a stupid movie. Not Aliens, but Jaws the Revenge. Um, And they didn't. So I was like, "Mm, well then. So I think my rating is definitely Jaws, Jaws 2, Jaws the Revenge, and Jaws 3. Which is just fucking (laughs) god-awful. It's just so bad. Um, But yeah, I mean, Jaws is the perfect summer movie. It's an incredible movie. It's a great horror movie. It's an incredible adventure movie. I mean, that's what they pitched it as. Because in the book, there was a whole fucking storyline about, like, infidelity or whatever, yada, yada, yada. And they were like, take it out. We don't care. We were making an adventure movie. Mm -hmm. And, like, thank God they did. Um, But, yeah, I mean, there's we could truly, like, probably do it. Like, obviously, in this episode, it's a mini-sode. So we just, like, are just, like, fucking fooling around for the most part. Um, But... We could talk genuinely about Jaws, I'm sure, for a long time because it is just so good. But, like, at the end of the day, like, there's a million podcasts about Jaws. You don't really need another one of us just, like, analyzing the movie. You've seen it and you love it or you haven't seen it yet and you're going to love it. Or if you've seen it and you hate it, um, I don't know, like, 
seek help maybe I don't really know what to tell you um <laughs> but yeah I mean I also just my huge thing with Jaws is I just love the little town I love Amityville mm-hmm. oh, Amityville Christ almighty my not, horror brain is just mush I love the Amityville horror with that big shark in the basement the Amityville horror island um I love Amity that's what it's called. Amity right? Island, yeah. Amity Island, yes. Um, truly thought I was having a moment. Just because it's like the perfect little like fishing town, little seaside town. It makes me think of, you know my favorite, I Spy Treasure Hunt. Um, <laughs> both the book and the incredible PC game. Some yeah. of you motherfuckers are going to know exactly what I'm talking about because you had oof, a beautiful childhood. Um, but yeah, I mean, I just like love the idea of that. Honestly, part of sometimes when I'm like life is too fucking hard and I want to just give up on everything, I'm like, fuck it. I just want to go live in a little fucking fishing town on the fucking Cape or whatever and forget about it all. Um, do you have parting thoughts about Jaws before we wrap this up? Um, yeah, I mean, I feel like I agree with pretty much everything you said. I have not watched Jaws the Revenge yet, um, but I plan on it because I am also a completionist. I feel like mm-hmm. the main takeaway I have is just that it's it's very surprising to me how mediocre all of the sequels are when you have... like just none of them compare to Jaws and I feel like there's so many movie series horror series where like you know there are some trash ones like Nightmare on Elm Street like there are some bad ones but like Mm -hmm. Nightmare on Elm Street 3 is fucking amazing New Nightmare amazing like I really like the second one but then obviously there are like trashy ones same thing with like truly all of the series like any series has some ups and downs Aliens has ups and downs and it's just very strange that Jaws is like so fucking good and then so fucking bad you know it's just yeah it's it's jarring that like none of them are even like fun bad um from what i've yeah, seen i just at think least. i did not i did not care for two two was just so long i was mm-hmm. like truly exhausted by it um and and two, two was just like everybody on amity island just like forgot everything that happened in the first movie yeah. they were just like there's a shark what do you mean and like the exa- it was the exact same movie as jaws the original but like slightly different but the plot was like almost the exact same and i was like what's happening how do we like get here and then the third one was just like whales and trash and i was just not living for it so you know i i would say see them all because you know it's just it's good to have the knowledge of like the canon but at the end of the day they're not the best things i've ever seen i will give you the reassurance that jaws the revenge goes back to using um like an animatronic mechanical shark rather than like the very digital one from the third one which i'm sure was in part due to the fact that they were trying to make it 3d Mm. so there is that um but yeah um that's i guess all we can say for now we're not going to go crazy on this um about jaws um so once again go watch it perfect summer horror perfect pairing with anaconda if you're watching that and it's also very timely stop going to the beaches motherfuckers very, you're not going to be true. over for the 4th of July. Like, get over it. You're acting like the mayor from Jaws. Get a goddamn grip. Ugh, an amazing way to end this. Ugh, well, we love you all. Um, we'll see you all again. Maybe it'll be for another full length. Maybe it'll be for another mini-sode. You won't know until it happens. Mm-hmm. But Thanks for we love listening. you. Thank you for listening. And as always, keep it creepy. Bye. Bye.